You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And we've got an exciting show for you today on Pigeon Radio Australia. We've got uh, Juan Ellis from uh, South Africa. Now, he's got a website that he's uh, just just uh, produced and it's called Compu Pigeon. Compu Pigeon. And we're going to find out more about that in the show. Also, we've got a tribute to a special friend that passed away last week to Pigeon Radio Australia. And uh, a lot more of the show. So stand by, stay tuned, and keep listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world. And I'd like to introduce my good friend uh, here to, to Pigeon Radio Australia. And he's my co-presenter here on Pigeon Radio Australia now, Tony Barbara. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Ivan, and good morning to all the listeners and everybody around the world. Yes, certainly. And um, we've got uh, <coughs> Tony. We had Michael Portelli on last week, and the registration day is cancelled, and also the squeaker sale for the WPF. So that's been cancelled because of the COVID. Mm, that's strange. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Yes, and we'll be back after a little short music interlude. And we're also going to hear from our valued sponsors. And uh, let me say that uh, 
Our sponsors are supporting us and continue to support Pigeon Radio Australia and I'd like to thank them for their valued support and sponsorship of this program. And also we have the special tribute to somebody that uh, was on the first very first programs of Pigeon Radio Australia when we started. And, uh, yes, he sadly passed away from a long battle with cancer last week. But we'll tell you more about that after our music break. Uh, We'll be back after this. I remember you. You're the one who made my dreams come I remember you You're the one who said I love you too Yes I do, didn't you know I remember too A distant bell And stars that fell pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. 
Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Is there someone you know who might be alone, who could do with a friend so they're not on their own? Give a conversation as your gift today. A hello, a how's it, and are you okay? Some chit-chat, a natter, a check-in or two to say, I'm here and I care about you. Learn more at areyouokay.org.au When everything keeps changing, it's hard to know how to feel. So if the last couple of years have left you with mixed emotions, you're not alone. Search Beyond Blue Coronavirus for free tools, support, or to have a chat today. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside And I always knew Stop 
You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And if you want to go directly to the Pigeon Media Studios, our website address there is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And uh, we podcast via the Podbean Network. And uh, yes, we've had... uh, Nearly 8,000 downloads of our uh, podcasts on Podbean since November last year. So in 12 months, over 7,000 downloads is a pretty good thing. And we've got thousands of listeners who tune in to us every week here on Pigeon Radio Australia. So hello to all our faithful listeners listening in to Pigeon Radio Australia today. Tony, Barbara, we had some very, very sad news uh, during the week that uh, former Pigeon fancier who's been racing pigeon with every federation in melbourne i'd say he was in he was a member of the vha he was a member of the greater melbourne pigeon federation he was a member of the victorian pigeon organization he was a member of the western pigeon federation and i don't know if he raced with the vp i think he did but anyway i'm talking about ray capel passed away from a long battle with cancer so I'd like to send our condolences from Pigeon Radio Australia for Ray Capel, uh, and may he rest in peace. Tony, what, what would you like to say? Well, I know it's sad that we lost a member, and he used to race in the VPO with us. Yeah, that's true. He did, yeah. 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 And he was, uh, he was on the first radio program for Pigeon Radio Australia, and now... In tribute to Ray Capel, I'd like to play some of the stuff that he did on Pigeon Radio Australia. Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM. Blowing a gale. And you're tuned to Pigeon Radio. Now, if you don't know what this is about, it's about pigeon racing. And it's presented by the Melton Invitation Homing Club, Incorporated. And uh, you can listen to us at this temporary time slot every Tuesday from 4pm till 6pm. And uh, you've got myself, Ivan Fonti, and in the studio we have uh, Ray Capel. Uh, good afternoon, Ray. How you going, mate? Good, buddy. Very good. Very exciting. Now, I'd like to open the show with a poem written in honour of Australia's slowest racing pigeon. Very good. <laughs> and it's uh, Percy, who took 11 years to complete a race. Now, this po- <laughs> this poem was uh, in 1960 in the Ampole Book of Sporting Records. Did remember he catch that? a slow boat to China, China, did he? Who? The pigeon. Slow boat Percy. to China? Yeah, Percy. His name was Percy. Percy. <laughs> yeah. Percival. Anyway, we'll go on with it. And it's called Percy the Parodical Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I love a piece of trivia, a challenge for the brain. A question that will take me on a trip down memory lane. I love a set of circumstances oddly unrealistic, a factual illusion, a slightly strange statistic. But my ode would not scrub up without a truly classic sample. So lendeth me your ears, and I will speaketh my example. The year is 1960. Melbourne is the place. Percy is the name of a pigeon in a race. (laughs) A well-conditioned pigeon (laughs) who was second best to none. Stop laughing, Ray. You're making me laugh. 
uh, who was second best to none, the feathered pride and joy of his owner, Claudie Dunn. Do you know that bloke, Claudie Dunn? Claudie Dunn? Yeah. No. Nah. Might know. have been the brother of Hooflun <laughs> Dunn. <laughs> okay. Um, yet as he waved goodbye to the pigeon he had groomed, Claude had no perception of the tra- tragedy which loomed. And Percy too was unaware of what he was creating. His little wings were flapping and the record books were waiting. <laughs> Stop laughing <laughs> A tragedy I mentioned, you must be filled with wonder. Maybe he was skittled by a heavy clap of thunder. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Or was poor Percy ambushed by a ruthless flock of Maggie's? Or did he have a, r- a run-in with some hostile willy waggies? The answer to this question will forever be a mystery. But this is what we know. This is what made history. A sunny Melbourne morning in 1971, sitting on his back door step was good old Claudie Dunn. Do you know Claudie Dunn? Never heard. <laughs> no, yeah. Never heard. I think he used to fly the VHA. Or the, yeah. yeah, no, the VHA, 71 VHA, yeah. Probably yeah. did. <laughs> his hair was much the greyer, for his final hope had ceased. Percy was a missing bird, presumed to be deceased. So Claudie cried his daily tear and gave a weary cough. <clears throat> Eleven years had passed. He had written Percy off. Poor Percy. Then, as from the heavens high, a miracle occurred. There upon the clothesline was a too familiar bird. <laughs> Surely it could not be him. Lord have bloody mercy. Claudie checked the leg tag. Eureka! It was Percy. <laughs> you should have seen the happy smile that beamed on Claudie's face. Little Percy home at last. I suppose he'd won the race. An owner bird reunion that was chaired with high emotion. What then is the trivia? I hear the people motion. For Percy had a heap of heart. He must have been a goer. But in pigeon racing history, there have not been any slower. The end. (laughs) Heavens to Mercatroyd. What did you think of that? Very gripping. Did you know this Claudie Dunn? No. Never heard of him. Anyway, I had, a, I had a bird return after 10 years. Lost yeah. in 2003. Really? Returned was last year. Was his name Percy? No. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Okay, well, okay, you didn't have a name for it, probably. No, I just called it the missing link. Okay. And what, he came home after 10 years, really? 10 years she came home. Oh, someone's I was very, uh, <laughs> very surprised. Someone had it in. Anyway, on that subject, Ray... <clears throat> About pigeons coming home late. Yes, I'm... You've uh, had a problem, haven't you? I've Which... had more than a problem, mate. I'm, uh, I was just say, more than uh, peed off. Mm. I've had three birds return uh, the last couple of days, minus mm. their ring. Now, this is not bad, just having a ring cut off, but when they cut the leg off completely from the elbow down and send a bird home with one and a half legs, it's time for me to, uh, how should we say... <laughs> Start looking. Ring the RSPCA. That's no good, mate. (laughs) It'll come out in the wash, and when it comes out in the wash, I'll pay them a visit. Mm. And I mean a visit. Well, that's very bad and cruel. And you know what the police say, that anybody that harms an animal is something wrong with them, and they're going to commit a greater crime. Exactly. Mm. This is the third bird yesterday. Mm. Not very good. No. No. Anyway, Ray, anything else to say? Because I want to open the talkback lines, and our talkback number here in the studio is 97404910. That's nine 
740-4910. If you add a Melbourne, it's 03 for Melbourne. So the number's 974049101. You want to give us a ring? We can take some questions or what shall we talk about? How, I tell you, this is a good subject I'd like to know and what people's ideas are on how to get more members in the club and how to get young, young people involved in our sport instead of sitting behind their computers on the internet all day stuck inside with no fresh air. It's better they get outside, breed a few pigeons and roast some pigeons. Yeah, well, this is... So uh, how, this, you, how would you say, Ray? Well, it's, it's, it's one of those questions, mate. It, it, when I was a kid growing up, we either uh, had football, cricket, mm. uh, golf, or every second house had pigeons. And it was a uh, just one of those phenomenal. Every kid had pigeons. Um, oh, yeah, I've got a couple of birds, and someone so I'd get a, a few birds, and then you'd go on from there. I found uh, how I got in it... Um, I used to bring pigeons home and I was living good down in good old Clayton. Mm. I used to uh, tell the old man a, a few stories that I was building him a rooster's cage. What were you doing, building him a rooster's cage? Yeah, so I could put in 10 pair of pigeons. Yeah. Two weeks ago, by, and I thought I'd be home and hosed, and all of a sudden I'd hear that Sunday morning scream, Raymond! And there they were, he'd find them. Out they'd go. And... <laughs> I'd go. I'd go down and get them, let a week go by and smuggle them back in. Who? The birds? Yeah. What? He'd get rid of them for it. He'd tell me to let them go. He didn't want pigeons there. Oh. I did. Okay. How did you get involved with the first? Oh, well, you were only a young ticker, weren't you? Yeah, I had them at home. It's your birthday today too. Happy no, birthday, by the way. Yeah. Just one of those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how did you... I heard you're 21 today, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, 21. Uh, 19 and a half. Okay. Very good. Now, how did you get involved with it And as a young bloke? How, how was your first introduction to it? Uh, my brother worked for the Public Works. If that's going back a few years, if people can remember that, he came out of, came out of the police. <laughs> Border Works, yeah. Came out of the police work, Public police work. force. He was in the police force for a while. Then okay. he came out and did a uh, uh, four-year apprenticeship as an electrician. And in, in the Public Works, they had a problem with the pigeons, ferals, mm-hmm. as they used to call them. Yeah. And he bought a couple of squeakers home for me. He didn't have the heart to, uh, how should we say, put them down. So that's what kicked me off. A few little cages went up. I had two, four, six, ten, twenty. Little cages? Well, big ones after that. Had to build some big ones. Uh-huh. And then I, uh, when I got into the race game, was a mate of mine, um, Adrian Gibson. He used to fly VHO with the Oakley Club. Mm-hmm. And uh, he strayed a couple. I actually strayed a couple of his squeakers in when they were um, mm. when he was letting them out. And only that uh, I seen the number on there and rang, and he came around, and that was the beginning of it. Mm. And I joined. Uh, what was North... your first club? Springvale. No, the first club I joined was I uh, went over and flew with uh, Noel Fleming in the Heidelberg Club. Oh really? Were you in that area? I used to tra- no, I used to travel from Dandenong to Heidelberg on <laughs> my own. Why did you do that? Well, I didn't. I just went with him. Oh, yeah. And he said, "Why don't you get a, a?" Was he your mentor, like sort of? In a way, he sort of helped him and Gibbo. Gibbo got the got me going, and uh, then I got introduced to that uh, Les Van Fenton. And, oh yeah. <laughs> and Leslie and myself hit it off from the word go. Yeah. Known Les for gee fifty odd years or so. Yeah. And we just went from there. Yeah. And I kicked it. Kicked. Kicked it off with, um, I started the Dandenong Homing Club, as it was called then, mm. with six kids in my garage. And we started so off. You and it, your mates, basically, was it? Yeah, and it grew from there. Mm. Does that club still exist? 
spell of the names changed from mm. the Dandelion Racing Pigeon Club. Okay. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. This is another idea I've had, is how to get more ladies involved in our sport. Well, that, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a, a good point. They used to have what they call, I, th- I think every club, this is what they call a bracelet race. Hmm. Um, I know Oakley. If there's any ladies out there that would like to get involved in pigeon racing, you can give us a ring on 9740-4910. Um, Oakley used to yeah. run that. Watch and uh, also <laughs> Spring Bar. <laughs> yeah. No, bracelet race. Yeah, let's get yeah. serious. So the first race that they ran in normally a short one in uh, just listening to um, various clubs through people. There's a lot of our older um, flyers just can't afford the, the cost of racing birds these days. Mm. And that's part of the reason why. Well, we went up to the Breeders' Plate and hello to all the people at WPF. We had a good day there, didn't we? We had a look. But when we, when we, when we saw the, some of the prices of some of the birds, I turned around to you and I said, how do you expect a young guy to fo- afford this sort of stuff? That's right. Yeah, there was no there was no given to an open bid that started from thirty dollars and went on. Hmm. And um It's all about money, isn't it? That's the trouble. That's the thing. This is what I have a lot of discussion with a lot of older guys that that apply to come to our club and when I ex- tell them how much it is. It's not about the money, it's about you know well, you want more members. Everybody whinges about more members. You sit on the internet on Facebook and you'll get a hundred people saying, Oh, we need more members. Yeah, well, you need more members. Do something to get the members, you know. They've like, got to keep the cost down. Our costs, mm. and people say to me, oh, we've got hidden costs. There's no hidden costs. It's four fifty for the year. That is $50 bucks membership to the to our club, 50 to the Fed, and three fifty cartage. We don't have a bird fee. Well, you can't help the cartage fee because that's fuel, if, and that's yeah. not our fault. No. This and we don't make a profit on it. No, it goes all to the convoy. Hmm. We do have... And we do subsidise pensioners, don't we? And yes. if we had some younger people, we'd subsidise them We could well. look after them, as you've been looked after. You've got Charlie to build a loft. I'm yeah. doing a few things yeah. for you. Yeah. And uh, we hunt around, as I do all the time, for uh, cheaper food. Mm. Why pay top dollar when you can get good food from cockies, from the mm. farmer? Mm. And I've proven that. Mm. And... I won't yeah, mention names. That's no. fair enough, Ray, but then I'm coming back to the young person again. How do you well, we expect help, him we, to go up to a farm we're and not, buy? Because what we do in the club, we can say, right, we're getting a bag of food for X amount of dollars. Mm. I get a 40 kilo, and it's 40 kilos plus. Yeah. This guy says, close enough's close enough. Mm. He don't care if it's three or four kilos over so on the way. So 40 kilo bag? For $14. What? What's that? Peas. Peas. Pigeon peas. Yeah, and they've good 40 kilo bags. Some of them so like, if somebody wants some peas, you can organise one because you're saying that on the radio, cl- mate. Yeah, on our club. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not uh, talking, but if they want me to go up and get them. Yeah, then you've got to charge cartage. There'll be a bit of cartage for petrol. Yeah, I'll put five right. bucks a bag on it. That's all it is. That's fair enough. Because my time, my effort, my car, yeah. and plus the hire of a tandem trailer. But we you look around you, and you find you can find people because I shoot a lot of people down in flames. There's, there's one particular mob. Mm. I won't mention the name of where it is, but a couple of flies said, oh, I can get a 50-kilo bag for $27. I said, can you? Gee, that sounds good. Where is it? Oh, just up the back there. I said, right, mm. eh? So I made some inquiries. Mm. I asked them how much they'd give me if I bought a tonne off him. Mm. A dollar off per bag, $26. Mm. Mm. I said, whoopee duck. Mm. I can get two bags. For twenty eight bucks, mm. extra thirty kilo. Mm. I'm going to pay twenty seven or twenty six for a ton. Mm. 
for 50. I'm 30 kilo above already. Mm. So where are you going to go? You're going to buy the $14 two bags $14, again? $14, of course. Yeah. Mm. A little bit of a travel. You're going out. All right, that's feed. But then we've got to get back to the subject. Getting ladies involved and getting kids involved. What do you do? Well, you've got to try and make it cheaper for the kids and give them How? encouragement. Yeah, I'm asking you. Having a subsidised program for them. So what do you do, raise money at the end of the year or something, have a sale and put all well, that money in Well, it's up to in the, the individual kids. clubs to look at what they're going to charge well, their juniors. Well, an idea. You could have a sale. Members could donate pigeons or you could get pigeons donated from other people and have a sale. And you put that money in, you call and that, that's for your juniors. You call that the junior fund. That's right. And you put that in, 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 in a separate account or whatever and there's the money to pay for those kids to get involved. And the kids wouldn't have to have stock birds and all that sort of thing. You can build them a race loft. And every year the members can breed them 10 birds each or whatever. But also going along with that, there is responsibility Mm. of how to look after those birds. There's a code... I'm going to do that with my nephew because my sister, she likes pigeons, right? And she said to me, he's only like four, but, you know, when he he starts going to school and that, I'm going to build a race loft down at her place and I'll breed the pigeons up here and take them down to him and I'll stick him in the VHA because he lives down that area, right? And he can race. Why not? But it's also a code of practice that goes with housing pigeons, race pigeons. Yeah. How you look after you clean them. Yeah. Would you leave in? Would you live in a in a house no. that's mussed up? Right. No. Well, the birds got to be be cleaned too. Yeah. And not a lot of people don't clean their lofts. My loft's cleaned every day. Oh, mine is too. I I I I actually was telling a fellow on the phone today. I actually mopped the floor. I put the, I scrape it all. Yeah. And then I uh, clean it. Sweep it all up. Yeah. And then I get Domestos in a bit of warm water, put a little bit of Domestos and I mop the floor. Because that'll kill the bacteria. Hmm. See, because Domestos is like hospital strength bacteria killer. That's what I do. That's not what everyone does, but, you know, a few people don't. Like, I've been to people's places and they go, oh, don't look at me loft, I don't clean me loft. He said, that's all sterile. He said, don't worry about it, it's sterile. But I think to myself, would I, would I like to live in something like that? No. So why would I want my pigeons to live in that? That's my prerogative on it. What's your prerogative on it? It's got to be clean, mate. Because if you leave the if you leave the droppings there, they go to powder. You're breeding in that dust, and what happens? You get pigeon lung. You get get the pigeon lung if you're allergic to it. Some people are not. No. Some are. But we've lost a lot of good flyers through it. One one guy comes in particular is Georgie Vella. Mm. He copped it, and he had air conditioning units going yeah, through his yeah, loft. That's right, I remember. And he had the there. best loft I've ever seen, clean, mm. spotless. Mm. And yet I go to another person's loft. And the dirt's piled up three feet. And I mean three feet. Got actually mice. Well, that's not the way to keep No, birds. but these people do. Because mm. they're too lazy to get off their butts and look after their birds. I said, would you live in, in that type of... Oh, no. Mm. I said, well, what about your birds? Mm. Now, if you want to do something with animals, you've got to respect the animals, whatever you're doing. They can't clean their, their, their unit themselves. So got to, it's got to be done. No. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. It's me all day to arrange two hours. That's right, my, my wife would have me, she'd beat me. Yeah. So With that little uh, expression and explanation, I'd like to wish all our listeners a happy Christmas, happy New Year, and if you go out, it's better to be late than dead on arrival. Mm, that's right. So we look forward to hearing it. Don't drink and drive. If, if you have a drink, get a designated driver. And stay alive. Yes.
So, yeah, Merry Christmas to all from Pigeon Radio, and we'll see you here, same time, same place, same station. Pigeon Radio, brought to you by the Melton Invitation Homing Club, and our website address is www.mihci.net.au. See you later, fellas. Bye. This is 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
remember when We said when we turned gray When the children Grow up and move away We won't be sad We'll be glad For all the life we've had And we'll remember when Remember when Remember one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340. 551 Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035998 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Hi, Matt Welsh here. In Australia, drowning is one of the biggest killers of kids under five. So take a few minutes to check your pool barrier set for this summer. Visit kidsafe.com.au to find out how. Because safe barriers save lives. Hey, this is Ernie Dingo for Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. Here's a simple word of advice. If you enjoy a drink when you go out, keep it simple. Now, unless you're a rocket scientist, how do you really know whether you're over the limit? So try this. Either drink 
or drove. Don't be a mug and mess around trying to do both. And if you do plan to have a few, arrange a ride with a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 pm. Travel the world musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds. A show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm. But if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia, on 88.3, Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Jab him, jab him, jab him. You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole wide world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. And our website address for Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And our address at Southern FM, go and have a look at the Southern FM website, it's pretty good. A lot of podcasts from the other programs there, so check it out, www.southernfm.com.au. And last week we uh, featured an interview we had with uh, champion German racing pigeon uh, fancier Hardy Kruger and we've got part two of that interview to play for you this week so let's have a listen to the other half of the Hardy Kruger interview. Hardy Kruger, champion pigeon fancier from Germany. I remember, remember we, when we imported the pin over Willy Van Beers in 2004, there was some of your ones between them. There was a grandson of Vigo, 135, yes. from Willy. He became a champion producer here for us. Absolutely yeah. outstanding producer. Hmm? They've been really good. Yeah, this, I think the family with Carl Lewis, with Naomi, yeah, it's, I think it's not so many people in Germany or over the world that works with a family over 30 years that win every time winner. When you have, when I, I can make you pedigrees, seven, eight, nine generation, and then you see results, results, results with one family. 
Mm. I every year also look for new birds to cross in my line. That is not to inbreed. This is also, but when I have some birds, then I bring it 25 uh, something line uh, in in my birds. I have three fighter. Three fighter was not for my love. It was also a super bird. But this was the, the bring this 25 percent in my birds. This was super. I see in I see in your pedigrees you got semi like Massenhoven in them, Gaby Wanderbeele in them. Yes. All 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 different strains, no? Yes. I what I said before. I every look for new birds to bring in my thing. Black Power was also a little bit uh, crossing bird. Um, I go to Chris van Massenhoven. Chris van Massenhoven was also a young uh, people man in Belgium. He make also uh, super results. He have one super bird. It's called a Donkerer. And from this cock, it was also three cocks or youngsters from this cock make also 22, 20, uh, 12 first prizes, 11 first prizes, 9 first prizes. And I was also interesting. Then I buy from this couple or from this loft also some youngsters. And then um, I have in this, in my area was a young gondola couple, it's called it King My Princess. And the um, cock was called it Prince Voraus. And the Prince Voraus was a cock that fly two times uh, 700 kilometer Angelaim, the first prize. Um, and then I make a co-breed with the Prince Voraus with a daughter from Kaluis with Naomi. And from this couple is uh, the father from Black Power. And the mother, was the family from the Donkere Foss that make 21st prizes uh, from Christopher Massenhoven. And I have this couple uh, make it in the racing lot and I greet Black Power from this couple. And uh, yeah, Black Power was uh, yeah in the last years my super breeder. And when you see I make Black Power in my breeding lot, it was a little bit, it was only 25% my blood and the other blood was a little bit different. But then in the years yet, Uh, I breed with the couple. When you see Black Pearl, Black Pearl was one of the best sons from uh, Black Power. And the mother from Black Pearl was Dior. And Dior was a daughter from Churchill. And Churchill was the son from Carl-Louis. And when you see the pedigree, then you have Carl-Louis in the downside and also in the top side from the father side. You know, you know, here in Australia, you got Fencers, for example, they buy a Wanderbele cock and they're looking for a Wanderbele hen. He said, that's not necessary. You can pay it. It doesn't matter where they come from, as long as they're good. Yeah. Huh? Good, man, good. He said, yeah. have also not only Thunderbeele. When you see the wing yeah. numbers, what I tell you also before, Thunderbeele is also very clever and buy also every year super birds and crossing mm. in your line. Most of the time, he not re uh, write the names or something like that. But when you see the first number in the wing number, and this is not a uh, three, uh, uh, the different number, then you know it, this was not from uh, Gabi breed, it was from mm. other uh, love breed, and he also crossed it. Jan Gondelas was also one of the best men in Belgium. He also looked every year uh, where sit the best cocks and then buy him and bring him in, uh, in his love. This is what I say, when you think you have the best bird, you must not have the new bird. This is the step, first step you go down. You must every year look for some new to cross in your work. That is not too inbreed. This is also uh, it's very important. Oh, I agree. Huh? That's what I'm practicing here. Huh? Yeah. Okay, Ari, then let's go to the next question. What are you feeding your old birds? Okay, it's why it's 14, uh, 14 weeks straight. What, what, what's, what's the feeding from them? How are you feeding them? 
Ja, okay, it's is, it is not so easy to explain on the radio. It's most of the uh, easier to show uh, pictures. Uh, yeah, I have two foods. What I what I have, uh, I have one food. What I beginning in the week. Uh, this is when we have Saturday race day. Then the birds became it uh, Sunday, Monday, and uh, Tuesday. It is a little bit, uh, yeah, light food. It is also with a little bit uh, mice inside, but not too many. Um, Yeah, proteins or something. Protein I give uh, with peach or something like this. I give with on the food or something. In the end of the week, uh, I give, uh, yeah, you must look that you have, uh, that the uh, birds became fat inside. Yeah, it's called, it, the people can looking or I have a little bit Googled on the, I think in, in internet. It's called it from Ifuma. This is the top relax is uh, the first food what I uh, give it in the first two, three days, um, and in the end of the uh, week, I give top energy and power mix. This is as a uh, top energy and power mix. I make 50-50, and uh, then the people can a little bit study in the Internet. You can see what is inside. I mean, the, top, uh, the top energy would be more, more, more fat in it, more oily. Yeah, more oily. The and then the what week, I yeah. also make in the last two days, when the birds are not eat this Food and I, the, the, the pigeon became some sunflowers or some peanuts, uh, something like this. You, I see also a little bit like the weather. When it's a hard weather with headwind or something, then I give a little bit more fat. When it's mm. not so hard or something, I give a little bit uh, less uh, from this. Mm. But this is, I think, this must the people feel. In you cannot say this what works at my place in Germany that it works in Australia or something like this. Mm. Is, uh, we have a different uh, racing situation. We are race every week. Mm. When, you, when I heard you race only every two, three weeks, yeah, mm. you cannot make like this. This is also, uh, mm. this is, yeah. yeah. I remember when I was racing in Germany, I had, one year I fed the, the, the widow tends the same food than the widow with corks. And I, I realized I have to feed them hands much lighter than them corks. Yeah, I think the food, the hands a little bit uh, food, when I not raise with the hands in this time, I not can say something. But when you see the system, it's a little bit lighter, light uh, food mm. for the hands. But the, the hands must have also energy or something like this. He weighs also uh, the same kilometers what the cock, also he must also have a little bit uh, energy. You can also not uh, wait uh, with uh, something like this. Uh, when you have a super hand, then you have, uh, you can also food and all things he not pairing up. It is also a little bit selection over the hands over many years that the hands are not so pairing uh, together. Your young, your young pigeon, they get, they get a different mix. Yeah, not so ones. many different. It's also the yeah. same, I think. In the race, uh, when the young bird uh, is uh, racing, then it is the same. Mm. Before, it is a little bit more, uh, um, yeah, it, in the, when I uh, the, um, the breeding, I know what I, uh, in the first, yeah, two months, the, the, the youngsters became the same, what the, also the breeders became. And then when the, the birds go out and fly, then this will make the food a little bit lighter. Mm. Now let's talk a bit little about, about the supplements, like, like Rönnfried products, for example. 
here in Australia, a lot of people not believing in, in supplements, putting stuff in the water, like, like what Grün Street sells, all the products, like alcohol and eggs and beer and all that stuff, ne? Probug and all that. Are you using yeah, products, I product list supplements? Yes, I think what is also good, what is uh, what I use many uh, years, it is also when it's uh, summer good, uh, uh, that I make the pH from the water go down. I think this is a super product. It's called a P pH control or the RV dresser or something. This yeah, is also when yeah. you have uh, birds, when he drink his poke in the water. And then you have, you must not have that all birds are ill about, or something like this. But when you have one or two birds that are not uh, good and then you have in the summer the, the temperature from the water is high and then the people are poke in the water and mm. then you have the other uh, and drink the water then you have also the problem and this i make also over over i think 15 years in this moment my breeders became every day the uh, dress in the water and then you have the ph uh, down i also not make every year every day new water or something in the winter sometimes two three days the same water but it's no problem when you say ph it must be uh, 4.5 or between five This is mm. the water what uh, the birds have in my, uh, uh, have the pH in the water what the pictures are doing. And when you have this, then you have so many, uh, pro uh, not so many problems with uh, cancer, uh, cancer and uh, other things. I have, I, when I, for the breeding, I uh, um, uh, go with the breeders to the doctor and make a test, uh, the test and he said, no, it's all good. And my breeders became more something like Ritzol or something like this. Every day, uh, the avi dress, and then you can breed five, six rounds. You have not that the young birds are wet, uh, cold, or something like this. It's it's mm. it's worse. You're using using like, remember blitz? Remember blitz? Blitz I use also uh, one blitz time in the race day. This is also I think a super product over many years. Most mm. of the time, uh, Wednesday he became it in the water. Mm. A lot of people here in Australia are using apple cider vinegar in the water. Yeah, this is the problem. Apple cider vinegar. You must you must test the pH. Rate. You must give so many uh, apple vinegar in the water that the pH go down. Then if the, the the water the, the birds not drink the water while it's too uh, too, too uh, sour. This is yeah, this sour, is the yeah. problem. The, the avi dress is a combination from many different uh, yeah mm. uh, or something like this. And mm. the water is not so uh, that the birds are not drinking. In the beginning, I also, yeah, I use apple vinegar. But you must be test. Uh, the, the problem is that the pH must be by 4.5 between 5. This is uh, what what you have. And then you must, I not know how many milliliters apple vinegar you must take in the water um, to make this pH. And this is a problem. And uh, some people make a little bit, and then they say, oh, "Okay, it's help, but it's, it's nothing helping." Some people use citric acid. Citric acid. What? Citric acid. Yes. You lem like lemon. Yeah, juice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, hmm? yeah. I think it's also not so bad. Yeah, but you must testing uh, this. I cannot. I have not. Uh, uh, I not know what you must have. You must go. Uh, yeah. Test the water, and then you can say what is uh, the, uh, the right uh, thing. 
And we'll have to break that interview right there because right now it's time to go to the Southern FM National Radio News. And after the news, we're going to uh, finish off the interview with Hardy Kruger. It was a fairly long interview. I think we, the interview Peter did with Hardy that time was about two hours. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to have the third part of the Hardy Kruger interview. And then we have our special guest from South Africa, Ron Elhers from CompuPigeon. So stay tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. I'm Ivan Fonte and you're tuned to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world and that's Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great little community radio station 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au and our address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and don't forget on Facebook we have a very large pigeon racing group. It's called the Racing Pigeon Global. It's got over 80,000 members from all over the world. So if you want to talk to uh, champion pigeon flyers from nearly every, oh, well, every country in the world, go to the Racing Pigeon Global on Facebook and join that group if you haven't already done so. And don't forget, we podcast via the Podbean Network. So you can find us, go to the Mr. and Mrs. Google machine and uh, search Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll come up. You'll find our podcast. We've had nearly 8,000 downloads in 12 months on Podbean. So that's a fantastic result for Pigeon Radio Australia on our podcast. Uh, we have uh, now to continue our interview that Peter Maddock did with uh, champion German pigeon fancier Hardy Kruger. So let's listen to that and then we've got our special guest after that from South Africa. So please stay tuned because you're going to find it very interesting because the fella from South Africa has a concept for pigeon people that love pigeon racing. You don't have to own any pigeons at all and you can be involved in pigeon racing and we'll find out about that in the last half of our our program today so stay tuned to pigeon radio australia but right now here's peter maddick and hardy kruger you, you i don't know if you know jelly roger he came here to australia twice already yes. jelly you know probably jelly good yeah i haven't he bought he bought, a, uh, he bought a product here from uh, from us local vet uh dr yeah. marshall they called K- kd7 and Jelly took it back to Belgium. He's a big fan of it, huh? and a lot of lot mm-hmm. of Belgian people get, getting it now from here. In okay. England, they they really like it. They, it's called is, KD7. What, what yeah. Now that's something to control the border too. Yeah. I yeah, it's so many things. What is what yeah. is good? I think it's 
it is not that if when you have uh, you can look in the internet and all uh, uh, in TV something. It's not in the beginning for 30 years. It was much different. Uh, in this year, I think where interesting you can have can make so many information. Uh, it is no problem. See, like 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 a product. What what Willy Van Beers told me many many years ago, like Catuzal, we call it Profta here in Australia. There's yeah. not many people who are using that. That's basically yes, similar to Zidokol. Yeah. No? Yeah, it is not similar to Zidokol. Um, I think Zidokol is a little bit different. Katsosal is more like the Butafozon. Butafozon, uh, yeah, eh? like yeah, this is a little bit... Uh, I think uh, when, you, uh, when you look for Katsosal, I think it's not more the same like before. Uh, Alfred Berger make it with Rotosal. Rotosal mm. and Katsosal is uh, it's a little bit the same. I remember year, years ago I, I made I, I make myself you know, that pange soup. Yeah. I got the got the ingredients. I made it myself, and it, it really helped the young girls. Huh? It had been just a little bit better, a little bit sharper. It helped them. Mm. But they, like you said, yeah, there's many think... product, products you can put on the food in the water. When I looked at promotion yeah. videos from all the European companies, there's that much stuff you can give them. Yeah, the question is, is it really necessary? Nein, I think it is a middle thing. When you give all what you have in the in the in the dinkles, then you cannot breed uh, uh, or raise the bird every seven days. While the we have only seven days, and when you give mm. all the production, you can only wait every forty uh, days. I think mm. what is uh, very important when the birds come back, get the bird uh, very in short time recover. This is in Germany very, uh, yeah, into, or must be, why we are, have the next race, the next weekend. And when you have short time, the birds are recovered, then you have uh, the next time, it's, uh, it's very good. Uh, this is a little bit things what is, for me is important. Under the first two days, uh, I give some products, uh, then and in the end of the, the week, also a little bit, a bit amine or something like this. I think this is not bad. Uh, when some people said I give only uh, food and only uh, clear water, this is also for me a little bit crazy. Uh, uh, this mm. is you think you make have a middle thing, but when you give all things what people say or what uh, something is, yeah, you must find your own way or something mm. like this. You know what? What I find out, Hardy, the difference is when I raised in Germany, came to here, I tried to copy the feeding system from Germany. Yeah. The difference is we racing here in winter. Autumn into winter. Yeah. In Germany, yeah. you raise spring to summer. It makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. the, temp the temperature already. As you know, the yeah. nature sleeps in winter. What makes racing very difficult, like in like in South yeah. Africa, huh? it's, it's a totally different ball game. Yeah, okay. When that's why a lot of people get caught up. They they're just seeding wrong, bar, the wrong time, wrong the wrong time of the year. Nein, it is also you cannot say. Uh, when it's in Germany, that's what in Germany works, that works mm. in Australia. And when it's so easy, uh, this is also, you must find your own way and look mm. what is good, what is not work, then you must, uh, this is about mm. all what you can make. You can testing and then you see it's good, it's not good. Uh, this is what we make also every year. Something you're testing new and make other things and then you see it's good, it's not good, then you make other things. Um, it, I think this is also, that is what I, at my loft works. This is not that to say in my neighbor that this works at this loft or something like this. You must mm. find your own system. Mm. It's like Willie said, one week you win, 
you done everything yeah. right. Next week you run last and you done everything wrong. Yeah, Next you make wrong. the same thing. It was just bad luck, no? Yeah. All right, then let's let's talk about a little bit about medication with your pigeons on the on the on the hill side. Are you using yes. any medication like like antibiotica, doxycycline, canker medication? Yeah. Or are you going you going to the veterinarian and, and yes. talk, get him checked yeah. or what? What are you doing? I have I have the luck that uh, yeah Boca Zutov uh, yeah with the, I in 20 minutes with the car at that place and then I go what is very important for the season go to the doctor make a check of all things good uh, of, uh, then and then he say uh, yeah you must give this or you must give this I must give something in the water then I not know if the bird something has or something this is what we have the luck in Germany. Uh, we have doctors, we can go to the doctors, we can check in and then we can say what is happening and, and making uh, something like this. Well, that's a big problem here in Australia because it's a big country. We got only two pitten veterinarians. Yeah. And some people got no, can't go there, it's just too far away. They have to do their own thing. Yeah. Some people buy their own yeah. microscope and check the birds. Yeah. Just from experience, they know what they need. Yeah, yeah. This is not so easy. That to find uh, the right mm. way or what you to make it. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about vaccinations. Let's say paramyxovirus, paratyphus, um, uh, herpivirus, and now la the latest latest fashion virus is the is the rotavirus, or we always thought is adenovirus. What, mm. How's your vaccination looking like? So, what are you vaccinating on? Okay, the red team. I make. Uh, we must. Uh, vaccine our racers uh, and no i think we must all uh, i make it with my all birds i uh, vaccine the uh, all the old birds also the breeders i think it is important with paramuxo while it is also some people say yeah i only uh, make the breeders one year and then you have it the next year i think it's also very important also the breeders every year to vaccine the uh, birds with uh, paramuxo this is also go over the eggs and the hands make it in the eggs and then the young birds when it's uh, every young you have also a little bit in mind or the, uh, uh, something in the, for this. Um, so for the young birds I also a little bit more make more I have uh, vaccine. That is also a little bit this year I use the vaccine uh, the first vaccine when the young birds are both young. When I set it in the loft then I make a vaccine for paramyxo for herpes and for uh, adeno. So adeno. And after two after two months, I have the other vaccine. So from the same uh, uh, doctor, this is for paramyxo, for rota, and for turco. This mm. I used the first time this year for the youngsters. Why we have also the, the last years also many problems with adeno. With a little bit, I think I have the rota virus is also a little bit coming more. When I uh, heard some loft that the birds super he eats super and all something is good and he make it short training races and then he lost all the birds this is also uh, what is for me a little bit uh, surprised hmm. that something the people must have something now we had we had a big problem here that started three years ago with rotavirus yeah they got a vaccine only yeah. in australia no? mm. some people using it yeah. some don't use it no? it's up to them yeah it starts, like you said, soon the people start training, the private training, or the first races come, the boats coming mm -hmm. home. They're, yeah. they're, they're screwing up. Yeah. And then, then, then the problem is already there. Man. Yeah. 
Okay, let me look what about my next question for you. Uh, which advice mal, would mal, you... Mal eine kurze Zwischenfrage. Wie lange meinst du noch ungefähr? Weil ich hatte ja eigentlich Minuten, gedacht, um 9 Minuten, Uhr. 10 Minuten. Ja, okay. 10 Minuten. Ja. Ja, ja. Uh, what advice would you give a new flyer? What advice would you give a new flyer who start with a bidding? What should you do? Ja, so, when I want to start new in, um, after the many years, what I know or something, the best I think um, I want to look in my area, a super loft that have a good family that wait over many years super, then goes to the loft and ask after the race season from the best racers of you have, yeah, have some youngsters or something like this. And right. then I also look for, yeah, something. And then I look for other fans here that have also a strong family over many years and make the same. I think one, one fans here, uh, I think it's important that it's from your area. You know your area, you know where the best pictures are sitting, and then you can see. The best is when you have two good lost in your area with a good family. That is very important that, that you have not a, a dog from every street or something like this. For me, it's also uh, interesting when he has a family, when he has a super couple or a super breeder and he has from this couple two super sons, uh, then the next generation also good and the next generation good, then it's the chance to become something that is go longer, it's, it's more, I think it's easier. When you have a loft that you have uh, the, the ten best racers are ten different pedigrees, I think then it's not so easy or something like this. Aber It's, it's every time it's a trying. It's not to say this is uh, something like this. But this is what I want to make when I don't start in this moment. You, I look for two new different uh, fanciers with two strong families and strong racing results. And then after the season, then I want to go to this lot or have some eggs or some youngsters from this best bird. And these two families I want cross together. And then racing, racing selection, racing selection. And then when you have luck that you find the super bird that flies for you as youngster or a yearling super results, then you must have <coughs> that you not raise the cock. And you said, yeah, I must have the cock for next year, for next year. Take it direct in the breeding loft. And then you must uh, look that you can build a family from this cock. And then you make it uh, not on one step, but on more steps. And then when you have uh, the family come back, and what I tell you also before, let one, not only one bird come back, the family can come back. Mm. Okay. Uh, another question, quick, Adi. One loft racing is coming more and more popular all over the world. Yes. Are you believe it's helping the sport, or is it forcing that people said, ah, race only one loft race, and don't race in any federation anymore? What's your view about yeah, okay. one world racing? I think one world racing is a, uh, 100% a chance for our sport. Um, you see in many uh, areas, you cannot make yeah, racing. It's so many, so, so not so many lofts there. You have yeah, 20, 30 kilometers from the next loft, and then you can say, when the wind is from this side, from this side, this is no, no chance that we say that it's a fair, uh, uh, yeah, That come, uh, that, uh, fair, fair something like this. Fair competition, and, uh, yeah. Fair competition, what you can say. And uh, one love racing, this is, I think, for every people are the same. The birds sit in the same loft, became the same food, became the same water. Uh, and when you see some many old people also at me, 
we cannot make more the work from all the things. It is very hard to uh, to make racing. It, when you see what you make must make with the young birds, that you have a good young bird season, then the breeders, then the racers, and then the people said, I cannot make more the work. But then it is nice that he said, okay, I have five couples, uh, breeders, and then I have breed some youngsters, and then I send to this one lock, to this one lock race. And I think one lock racing is in the future, uh, in areas where the pixels are not so uh, so many fanciers, the only thing what we can uh, see uh, in the future what what works. And then you see how many people are interested in this. You see it. It's building more and more one lock racing. This is the only thing that the pixel sport is for me. Let us go also a little bit uh, longer. Mm. Okay, Hardy, you got. No, the last thing. Do you got any question about us racing in Australia? You want to have any question? What we doing here? Or yeah, okay, I have not. What we doing? Or you're running out of time? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I have also uh, uh, talked with Yellow, something like this, and David Tunnel was also at your place, and something like what you say before. It is totally different. Uh, different what you are race, but this is in every country. Something people have special, what it uh, makes over many years. Uh, Germany is something special. It is not that it's what for many years all things is good. Uh, when I see the German uh, in the club, the, federal, the, the championship is of the five best birds. And then I say, okay, when some people start with 100 birds and some people start with 20 birds, what is fair that some people have from 100 birds five birds and some people have from 20 birds five birds. Yeah, but this say the people, oh, that's where every year was like this, then you, you, you must have it like this. Uh, for me, it is not the problem. For me, it is nice. Uh, weekend, you have make it in the, in the week. You are a good trainer. You make all the things. And then uh, on the weekend, you became the result. And then uh, for me, it's only the, the, the flight on the weekend when you have also, you know, 10 kilometers are the first words are go down clocking. And then you think, ah, when you want to have a top price, then you must uh, make it in seven, eight minutes, one bird is coming. And then when you see after six minutes a bird coming and then say, oh, super, this is nice. This is a very uh, early price. This is for me, Pixel Sport, what I have. Uh, so, and the next things, what is all very nice for me, uh, yeah, the one of racing is nice that you can also gamble with people in Amer from America, from USA, uh, from uh, Kuwait, from China. From all over the world, you can compete with this man in one love race, and this is also nice. I have not only competed in my club, I can compete with the best South Africa million dollar race. Was for me the best uh, things I can gamble to uh, to Hoyman, to Koopman, to Alphonse Class, uh, to all the best flyers in the world, send the birds to this one love race, and then I can race uh, with this bird. This is uh, with, uh, together with. Uh, with this big, this is also nice. And the other things, what is very nice for me, when you uh, give also good birds in other countries, then when something come back and uh, on the weekend, yeah, hardy, super, that uh, I have with this uh, thing something, this is also nice uh, in my, yeah, in the last years, what I have, uh, that some people have luck with my birds and uh, it's every time nice uh, when you became reference back. Like I, like I told you before on the, on the phone, Hardy, your birds doing really well here in Australia. I know, I know people who raise your birds, they're going really well. Yeah. 
They're very happy. Yeah, this with is them. also nice to her. The, that also not mm. only fly the birds in Germany, that fly my birds in all over the world. Mm. And I have so many from China requests from America. Some people last time I had also a lot from Mexico. He, mm. um, I not know it. He make it in Facebook. Uh, said a commenter. Adi, I have so many luck. I win all with your birds in the last year over hundred thousand dollars in one mm. location. This is also nice to her that my my family perform all over the world so that the people are lucky and uh, win something with this. This is also mm. that I have to make the right way over many years to, uh, to build the family. Mm. Like I told you on the phone, when I get the chance, I send you two youngsters, of two babies of my my champion, that eight spin. What I had here. You can try them. Yeah. Maybe they bring you a little bit luck. Maybe not. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem Some, I think what you have in Australia is the transportation. I think it's very yeah, difficult yeah. to get yeah, the rotavirus then. Yeah. Now we got the coronavirus. I can't even come to Germany. <laughs> I want to come in August yeah. to see my mother. I yeah. can't even come. I can't leave the country. Yeah. Anyway, Hardy, yeah. I would like like to say thank you on behalf of the Pitten Radio Australia. Yeah. We would like to invite you to one day to Australia, maybe one day when we are at a convention. Yeah, maybe you have to come with Billy over or with Shelly. Yes, we see. Huh? See when you find some time. Yes, so you're I always look. busy. Yeah. And please, if, if, if you get in touch with Billy, I try to get in touch with him. I can't get him. Say hello for me. Yes. I don't know if he's still stuck in Make Africa or what. Yeah. Yeah, we see. No, I... Uh, Thank you for the interview. I wish all the Australian fans here, uh, yeah, good luck in the season. Uh, have fun with this bird. This is also, I think, you must have fun with the bird. Sometimes the results are not so good and other not better. Then you must do a little bit uh, work stronger like the people that win or something like this. Mm. But the most of the thing is you must have fun with your bird. This is a, it's a nice sport from all over the world. The people are stay together, and uh, yeah, I hope that the future is uh, yeah, it's good for the Pixel sports. Uh, the years what are coming, I have in the moment my feeling is not so bad that I say in Germany the Pixel sport is so little bit go down. But when I see the Pixel sport uh, all over the world, like in China, also in the East part in Europe. And also America and also in Middle East, uh, Kuwait, Qatar, the people are uh, crazy for one love racing. It is also nice to see that uh, the Pixel sport is growing, uh, growing up. It does not go down or something like this. Yeah, we see what in 10, 20 years or something has happened. Aber, yeah, have with the birds fun and this is the most thing what we can have. It's all about fun, Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Hardy. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Hardy. Uh, goodbye and have goodbye. a nice day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Tschüss, Hardy. Tschüss, Hardy. Yeah, bye. Tschüss, Hardy. Across Melbourne, this is 88.3 Southern FM. When I was a young man, I carried a swag. And I lived the free life as a rover From the Murray's Green Basin to the dusty outback I waltzed my Matilda all over Then in 1916 the country said, son No time for roaming, there's work to be done So they gave me a tin hat 
and they gave me a gun and they sent me away to the war and the band played waltzing Matilda as our ship pulled away from the quay and amid all the cheers the flag waving and tears we set off for Gallipoli Remember that terrible day When our blood stained the sand and the water And there in that hell that they called Subla Bay We were butchered like lambs to the slaughter Johnny Turkey was waiting, he primed himself well Showered us with bullets and he rained us with shells And in ten minutes flat, well he'd blown us to hell he nearly blew us right back to Australia And the band played waltzing Matilda As we stopped to bury the slain We buried ours and the Turks buried theirs Then we started all over again They collected the wounded, the crippled and the maimed And they shipped us back home to Australia The armless, the legless, the blind, the insane The brave wounded heroes from Subla And as our ship pulled in at Circular Quay I looked at the place where my legs used to be I thank Christ there was nobody waiting for me To mourn and to grin and to pity And the band played waltzing Matilda As they carried us down the gangway Nobody cheered, they just stood there and stared and then turn their faces away And now every April I sit on the porch And I watch the parade pass before me I see my old comrades how proudly they march Reliving old dreams and past glories But the old men march slowly Bones stiff and sore Tired old men from a tired old war And the young people ask What are they marching for? And I ask myself the same question And the band plays waltzing Matilda and the old men, they answer the call But year after year, more old men disappear Soon no one will march there at all Waltzing Matilda Waltzing Matilda Soon no one will march there at all Thank you.
listening to your local community radio station. 88.3 Southern FM. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Remember the last time you had food poisoning? Oh yeah, miserable. I didn't get out of bed. It came out everywhere. I honestly thought I was going to die. The chills and feeling all tired was what I wasn't expecting. Delirium and vomiting, diarrhea. It was like coming out of all orifices. I had it once and it wasn't great, I'll be honest. The last time I had it was like a whole day and the whole night. Food safety. Be prepared. Find out more at foodsafety.asn.au. What you hear on community radio is governed by the Community Broadcasting Codes of Practice. The Codes of Practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au.
This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. So, stop the pigeon, 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 how? You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au, and our website address for Pigeon Radio Australia Direct is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And right now, it's a very good morning and a welcome to one Elhers who is from South Africa and he's got a very interesting website uh, called CompuPigeon and uh, it's a new thing happening on the internet with pigeon racing and I'll just ask Juan uh, welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia and just explain what's going on what what are you working on Hi, good morning uh, uh, everyone in Australia or good evening yeah it's around about 7.50 now South Africa time. And uh, yes, uh, Compu Pigeon is, 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 is something totally new. Um, I'm coming from a pigeon racing, uh, sporting, loving family myself. Been racing for many years. And uh, i uh, also very interested in the one-off races in particular. Um, so being a internet and software developer, um, website developer company that we've got, we've decided to develop a product that is available for everyone out there. It doesn't matter what the income group is, doesn't matter if you're rich or famous or just a pigeon lover, um, that basically it's an online virtual fantasy league and it's based around one of races. So Compute Pigeon is, is, is set up in such a way that you can enter any one-off race anywhere in the world and uh, basically enter your team. You select your 10 pigeons from a particular one-off. Um, you enter them into a race, and uh, the winner is basically the, the person or the fancy with the cumulative highest points achieved with your 10 pigeons. Um, so, yeah, you, can, you, you select a, a, a one-off. Um, doesn't matter where you are, 
and you buy yourself a loft within the one loft race, a virtual loft, and all the pigeons of that particular one loft race is within the uh, on computer pigeon, and all the data, all the statistics, everything is available with a click of a button, so you can choose whoever pigeon you want. Each pigeon uh, has a credit value based on his achievements over the, the, the course of training and the races and the hotspot races, etc. And you can then uh, select them by credits that you that you automatically get when you sign up or buy loft. And uh, you can also buy extra credits if you really want to buy the Alphonse Klaus pigeon or whatever uh, to fill your loft. And you can then offsell your pigeons back to Compute Pigeon and get your credits back if you want to buy a better one. And then uh, you enter them into the next race and uh, the result is automatically updated. And so you can achieve and win some lack of big prize money. Okay, because it's a virtual pigeon race, how does the computer, how, how did you program it to make it fair for everybody? Well, what we do is... Uh, um, if I understand correctly, how to make it fair to everybody, we give them the whole list of all the pigeons that's available in that one of race that we get from the, from uh, obviously the public domain, and uh, we've got the statistics and the history. So we give them all available the pigeons, and we tell the guys that want to search for your pigeons, which pigeons have raised large, which pigeons uh, haven't been racing, so they can be selected and. Uh, you know, selected pigeons based on the statistics and then select your 10 pigeons. So if you want to support your fan, best fanciers or you want to just go and buy the pigeons that got the highest ranking, it's up to you. And that's why we make it 10 pigeons. So everybody got the fair chance. They, they all choose 10 pigeons. It's not based on one. It's not based on just luck. Um, it's a fantasy league. And we, we, we like to make it... a. Uh, um, you know, an ongoing thing for everybody. So the virtual pigeons are actually based on actual pigeons, fanciers that are racing at the moment? Yeah, that is exactly so. It is, uh, let's take an example for, uh, let's say, the Pattaya Loft, which is just finished. We just missed out on the Pattaya One Loft race. So you can select, I want to race in the Pattaya Loft, uh, one love race, and all those pigeons that is actually racing there is on the system, um, and you can choose. It's actually real pigeons that you selected, um, and you choose your pigeons that is in that race, your 10, and you follow them exactly like if you would have followed them, for example, on Benzing Live, um, and then um, it's based on real results and the real pigeons. Oh, that sounds very good. So um, what fanciers do you have listed in, in, in it? So it's, you base it on one loft races that have already been conducted, if I understand it correctly. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the fanciers is, you know, we don't know all the people that currently signing up. Um, you know, I don't know to familiarise them with well-known names. But if you look at... Uh, the one of race that we just did Saturday, for example, there was Alton class pigeons inches. It's all the pigeons that is in that particular race available to the user. And then anybody sign up, there is pigeon lovers apparently, there is um, actual one of race participants that, that sign up with Compu Pigeon, they select their own pigeons and then they select their friends' pigeons or whatever. Um, and then there's probably just a normal, the man in the street that like pigeons that also participate. 
but they can only select from the, the list of pigeons that is within that particular one loft. So how did you come up with such a fantastic concept? It's a very good idea. How did you come up with the idea? Well, you know, I've, uh, I've sold my pigeons about uh, two years ago, and I'm so still in love with pigeons. Um, due to obviously my business and family commitments, I decided to, it's time just to give it a bit of a, of a rest. And, uh, but I will still want to be participate in competition. And, uh, you know, with all the expensive, um, one of races out there, you know, it's not everybody that can afford to, to send the pigeon to one of race. But I still want to participate now for a couple of dollars. You can still be part of one of race. You just don't send your own pigeons. You basically virtually buy someone else's pigeons. Like, and you can go buy whoever's pigeons you want as a, as a virtually uh, a team for yourself, you know. And so you can take part in that one love race on a continuous basis. You can support anyone love that you wish. And, um, and, and it's just fun and exciting. And, uh, you know, you, you, you win some like a big money. I mean, you can imagine if, if, if a thousand people. Uh, what we do is we, you, you buy loft, and when you buy your loft and you want to got your 10 pigeons and you enter your 10 pigeons for 15 or 10, $10 for a race entry, there's a thousand people. We give all the prize money by um, entry fee of the race back to the, the, the um, users. You know, it's $10,000. You know, so that, that the guys can win. So, in our terms, that's about uh, like 160,000 rand. And in Australia, what's that? About 100,000 Australian dollars. Yeah, that, that's very interesting. So, are you basing your virtual pigeon races on every pigeon race around the world, one loft race, or do the actual organisers of that one loft race need to contact you, or do you do the research? and list those one-loft races. Say, for instance, if there's a couple of one-loft races in Australia, would you include them in your concept? That's 100%, yeah. We, we're planning to load this week, for example, another 20 races all over the world. Uh, anybody, can, any one-loft race that wants to take part can be part of it. There's the affiliated option and there's a non-affiliated option for the one-loft races. Um, we market the, the one-offs for them because we've got a huge um, database as well. The thing with, with, with fantasy leads is uh, we can use any information that's available on, on, on the web as a public common knowledge. Um, so we, for example, can load any one-off race in the world, and uh, that is our idea. So you can choose which one you want to take part of at the end of the day. So do you do the research of the one-loft races? Say, for instance, we've got about four or five one-loft races in Australia. Would you have them on yeah. your list, the Australian ones? Yes, we, we're definitely going to um, look into that and definitely going to put some of them, if not all of them, on the competition as well so they can also have the benefit and the marketing exposure of, of, of the one-loft races for sure. Yeah, that's good. Do they need to? Do they? Do the organisers need to contact you, or you just list them and contact them? No, it happened in the past. Some of the guys have started to phone us and ask us, you know, can we we take part of this because we like our actual members that got pigeons into have added value, so they can also sit at home because some of them, you know, they add they into one or two pigeons, and now they can have a little loft of 10 pigeons virtually that can take part in the same race for extra money 
um, for extra fun. Um, so some of them have phoned us, and then we some we also phone some of the other guys, and it is obviously going very well. Everyone will be part of this because it's just more races, more fun, more excitement. So yeah, um, definitely Australia is on our list um, to to have the races listed as well. So I gather you'd have all the famous one loft races like the ones in South Africa at the moment and also the one in Thailand you just mentioned and you've got the big races in, in America. There's a lot of one loft races in America and those will be all all available and that happens after the one loft race actually occurs, then you put the virtual race on. Is that correct? Uh, we can have them all available, yes. Now, it runs at exactly with them so it is live as well so basically if the race is coming up Saturday you get notified you can go and enter it will say you know enter next race they said upcoming Saturday there's the final of the, the, the one of carnival then you can load your pigeons when the liberation date happens exactly like in pigeon racing you won't be able to enter your basket anymore of your 10 pigeons um, it's automatically closed down and once the results of pigeons arrive, the results is up- updated in- instantaneously. And you know exactly what points you've won and where did you end it up in the race and how much money you won. So it runs exactly parallel with, with the actual race. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So now, if there's any one-loft races that are uh, being organised and they're in the planning stages, can these people also contact you to have them in the future in your in your list? And um, how how do they contact you? Give us the contact details for these people. Yeah, most definitely, they can definitely be part of this. Um, our, obviously, our website is uh, you know www our email address is info at computepigeon.com and everything is also available on their website. And uh, yeah, people can uh, just sign up for free um, and have a look, you know, look at what we're doing there. And uh, we're obviously going to continuously to better the website, to make it more fun, to have more pictures available at the end of the day. Um, but at the moment, you know, you, you choose your, your team, you choose your colour of your lock, so like a jockey, like in horse racing, you can choose your own little colour scheme of your outfit as a trainer. Um, so it, everything is awesome and nice, and we're trying to make it simple and user-friendly. Um, the pigeons, what you do when you choose your... When we load the pigeons of the actual race, the upcoming race, we um, present them with each their own unique little colour, like a blue bar or a check or a fight. We don't match them with the colours of the actual pigeon in the lock for security and safety reasons. We don't want to have an issue there where people think, that, you know, that top pigeon is a red cock or whatever. Just for security reasons, we keep them with our own colours. Um, but everything else, you can see the breeder is, you can see the owner is. Um, so when you've got your team of 10 pigeons connected, um, and you enter them, you know, it, it's like you can make your own team up with top pigeons. Or you, if, you, if you're a listing participant in the one up race, you choose your own pigeons, um, you know, because some lot of people, you know, they send 10 or 15 pigeons, but they can only activate one or two, uh, as I understand. Now you can choose your 10 pigeons because you actually get points for your 10 pigeons that is in the race. 
Okay, that sounds very good. So for the average punter, I know that you went through some of the procedures. Now, when you first enter the website, can you just explain to the listeners what occurs when you enter the website? Yeah, when you go into the website, um, obviously you first need to sign up, and that is basically just your email and a, and a password, and that will direct you to what we call the dashboard. And then on the dashboard, you, you first can create your profile, where you basically just put in your names and uh, your, your surname, your email address, your loft name, you choose your country flag and your, your loft colors, like I said, like a jockey outfit and also racing, just to uh, you know, keep your nice color scheme. Then you can go, then you go select your, your one-off races and where there's a list of all the upcoming one-off races, those that is already open and those that is still closed for, for entry. And it will tell you the, what the cost is for a loft entry you know, uh, and how many pigeons have been entered into that one-off race. And remember, this is all real and actual pigeons. This is real races. So if there, for example, is uh, uh, a 1,000 pigeons entered, you will get to automatically 2,000 credits, and that's the credits that you can use to buy your pigeons. So once you purchase your little loft, you can go to your one-off race, and then you can enter your races where you can see all the upcoming races for that particular one-off race. And then you go and get your pigeons. You go and actually buy your pigeons with the credits you've got. And there you'll see the whole list of pigeons, every pigeon fences, their name, their ring number, the information, the statistics. Uh, we give you the averages. We give you the percentage of how many times a pigeon have uh, um, basically beat the team of the, of the actual race. Um, and that is real facts. That's real pigeons, real data. And once you've entered in your pigeons into the race, you just basically wait and just like the race day, wait for the results. Oh, fantastic. Now, um, I want to ask you another question. Say, because um, a lot of pigeon fancies around the world, as you know, are very generous. And then when there's a an appeal or a charity involved, are you interested in um, doing any one-loft uh, virtual races for, like, say... Um, we run an appeal here in Australia for the Royal Children's Hospital every year. Would you be interested in running a race for that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, anything of, of you know, where, where we can help and where we can assist and where we can better the sport and help the community. And um, absolutely, we would definitely be interested in something like that. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'll be in touch with you for that because we're running a um, pigeon auction. We get uh, birds donated from Belgium and Netherlands and everywhere. For our pigeon auction, we have about 12 lots on our pigeon auction for the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne for sick children, and we do that annually. And um, I'll be in touch with you to organise something for the Royal Children's Hospital, a virtual race, so that uh, and and you will get good exposure on television in Australia and all that sort of stuff as well. Well, that's fantastic. We we can actually decide which race we want to use, which one of race perhaps in Australia that we want to use. And we can uh, we can gen- uh, dedicate one particular race for that purpose for sure. Oh, that would be fantastic, one. Now, once again, could you just give us your contact information if anybody didn't understand what you're talking about and they want to contact you directly? Can you just give them your contact details, please? It's www.computepigeon.com. Um, our email address is info at computepigeon.co.za um, and all 
all our other information is also available on the Contact Us page on Competition's website. Okay, Juan, thank you very much for being a part of Pigeon Radio Australia. I wish you all the luck in the world with this because not only is this good for for uh, an individual to, to, to win a race, but it also will highlight pigeon racing because everything that's done virtually online highlights that sort of sport. So it'll highlight that and then you're giving a good promotion to the real world of pigeon racing. 100%. That is awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks for your time, and uh, we'll uh, call you probably monthly for some updates on what's happening. Hi, so thank you very much, and all the best to everyone there in Australia and the listeners. Thank you very much, Juan, for your time. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. From St Kilda to Clayton, you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor Oh, Tony, we've come to the end of Pigeon Radio Australia for another week and uh, next week we won't be on air because next week on Wednesday it's Australia Day and the radio station has a special broadcast for Australia Day so... They're going to mention us. They're going to say that Pigeon Radio Australia usually comes on this time. But we're not going to be on air 
because they've got a special Australia Day broadcast. That's about enough. And from all of us from Pigeon Radio Australia here in Melbourne, Australia, it's a happy Australia Day to everybody for next week. So now it's time to say goodbye, Tony. So goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Ivan, and goodbye to everybody around the world. And it's cheerio from me, Ivan Fonte, here at Pigeon Radio Australia, and we'll catch you in two weeks' time here on Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Cheerio. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.